Hello. With your permission, let us usher you into the weekend. As is mandatory on our show, I introduce to you Mosh Pit Cindy, who joins us today for our music edition on the NDL show. Now this impeccably timeless and hella relatable song is her title track called 21st Century Love. Let's get it. I feel like I'm over this. I feel like my heart is too grown for this. I feel like I'm ready to cry all the time. Feels like my body's not mine sometimes and I know you're done with me. And you like to ignore what you've done to me. Man, why you always feeling like the one for me? It's when you get your feelings hurt you run to me. And I can't be your, be your doctor and your friend. I'm the one you tell your fantasies about how the world will end And your only friend with benefits I'm with her for the hell of it Your things that don't need labeling, no I wanna be romanced I wanna be slow danced with Tell me how your day was Tell me how your heart has been Let me know that things are important Tell me when you think things are boring Not this 21st century song indeed. Welcome to the NDL show, Tis Sound Music Edition with Mosh Pit Cindy. What an amazing way to enter into this space. Mosh Pit Cindy released her debut EP 21st Century Love in June this year, which is the name of the song that got us here, the title track. Now you know what to do, we're about to get into it. If you're hearing me right now, this is the point where you take charge of your phone and follow Mosh Pit Cindy on the socials at Mosh Pit Cindy. It's a great day to stream this project as we get into the weekend. So don't hesitate, this music we speak of is gladly available to you on any streaming platform. And I trust that you have had a fruitful week. On Tuesday, we released our episode titled The Psychology of Men. Do check it out and let us know what you think about it. Let's have this discussion. On the socials, we are at The NDL Show. Submit your music and any other queries to The NDL Show 1 at gmail.com. Purchase your own show merch at the price of 150 rand. You can simply place your order by DMing us. Orders are confirmed by payment. 
Now, let's get into the matter of the day. We are joined by none other but the lady who is killing the R&B scene in SA right now. Moshpit Cindy has come to the party on the NDL show to give us the direct scoop and thought processes behind her music. But before we do all of that, allow me to play yet another one of her tracks. This one is titled Therapist. Can there be a way to jump out of my system? My mind's on vacation, sorry if I've been distant. You hear July around the corner, attention span is shorter. Things are getting shaky cause you found I'm not the daughter that you wanted. Other day I looked at my reflection and confronted why my skin is weird and why I did that thing I once did. I'm definitely messy Often cussing life because how come it couldn't bless me With the option to turn off my mind I swear I think about everything five times Still make bad decisions And that's what gets to me It makes no sense to me How come I'm 20 and I don't got a Ferrari Why I'm never in the wrong but always saying sorry Why I'm scared to let somebody in to learn about me to know me is to leave me I'm kind of overwhelming And I like to love completely I know I'm always sitting in my head Only ever tell this to my therapist And not sharing it Cause I'm scared to just bend my chest To anybody else No, I'm always sitting in my head Only ever tell this to my therapist sharing it cause I'm scared to just bend my chest to anybody else no patience just to happen in time don't ask for help and say that I'm fine hate the taste of mushrooms but I like it in pie sometimes I solve my issues with a bottle of wine hate standing in line never understood why unprovoked these niggas lie why but actually what's the reason why my favorite shows be taking long for the next season why do i ignore my feelings till they turn to demons i overshare a couple of my feelings in the bathroom of a club when i be leading act a fool and act like i can't see it remember in the midst of my daydreaming tired of all these lessons like bcj Things I'd rather forget, rather not have regrets But I can't cause I know I'm I know I'm always sitting in my head I only ever tell this to my therapist And not sharing it Cause I'm scared to just bend my chest to anybody else I know I'm always sitting in my head I only ever tell this to my therapist And not sharing Cause I'm scared to just bend my chest to anybody else and I'm relating so intensely. Therapist by Mosh Cindy from her debut EP, 21st Century Love. And we have her here with us now. Mosh Cindy, welcome. And thank you so much for joining us on the NDL show. Hi, Nandu. Thank you for having me. Definitely. Now, girl, I have to ask, what is the dollar sign in your pseudonym about? <laughs> actually before I was Mosh Pit Cindy my alter ego's name was Moneybags Mudzi I'm not like a super rich person but I just think that your name kind of like the name that you have sets the path for your destiny and I would like to amass <laughs> so yeah I put the dollar sign there just to just to remind myself that you know 
that's the goal. That's where we're trying to get to. Mm, not one lie. It's very important to summon the big money. And I saw that July is your birthday month. When is National Mosh Pit Cindy Day? Oh my gosh. So um, my birthday is on the 27th of July. Uh, so that's, yeah, that's when I was born. But Mosh Pit Cindy was actually born on the 1st of December. Like that's when the name came to life. So I don't wow. know if I'm going to have a separate celebration for Mosh Pit Cindy because she'll be turning a year in December. Oh, um, wow. But yeah, my actual birthday is on the 27th of July. I'm a Leo. I see you. We will be in celebration with you on the 27th of July. And I do think it would be great to celebrate the birth of Mosh Pit Cindy as well last year. That's crazy. Well, actually, she was. Oh, actually, that's crazy. It was 2019 because last year we were in lockdown. Yeah, I only started releasing music under Mosh Pit Cindy last year. But the name. Wow. It's actually been almost two years. That's crazy. It really is. And I'm interested to know, what else do you do outside of music? Um, so I would like to be an entrepreneur. That's the end goal. But right now, music is the, the platform that's going to boost me. I'm a very creative person, very artistic person. So I don't want to just be limited to being a musician. Um, but I love, I love music. I love making music. I love songwriting. But the end goal is not just music. Girl, we love it too. Everything that you're doing, you need to keep it up. We live for it as your audience. And I've observed that you joined Twitter in May this year. Were you on it before or did something prompt you to hop onto the platform? I actually was on Twitter before um, a lot during lockdown as well. And then I just kind of went through a period of time where I got very tired of social media especially Twitter because it was just too much and it just felt like it didn't really matter what your opinion was it was just kind of whatever was trending that day so I did delete it and then I guess leading up to the release of the EP I kind of had to engage more on social media so I hopped right back on to Twitter I do love Twitter though it's a really funny place I agree it can be a funny place but at the same time do you in any way feel that it affects the man in which you navigate particularly since your hiatus from it do you feel that it is beneficial for you mostly as an artist um you know I'm the kind of person that really thinks that I am the person like I'm the one who shapes my thoughts and my destiny in life so I'm really largely influenced by the things that are happening outside as an artist who's trying to grow, obviously social media is like an important platform to engage in. And I guess it also, it holds you accountable because you can't really just go out there and say whatever you feel like and not be able to back your words up. But I don't think it, it negatively affects me um, in any way right now, no. I hear you. And since the project dropped, firstly, it's amazing the way it sounds, the way it was written. How have you been feeling since, you know, did you experience any form of anxiety leading up to your release date? It was, it was actually so crazy because the whole time leading up to it, I was just stressed out. I was just like, I just want to finish this project and put it out. I don't want any more delays. I don't want any more anything. But I didn't really feel anxious up until the night before it dropped. And suddenly my chest was like tight and my heart was beating. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually my debut EP. Like, this is what people are going to go back to when they think of Mosh Pit Cindy. And, you know, this is going to be where it started. And yeah, so I just randomly got super anxious the night before. But afterwards, 
it was just so crazy seeing people's responses and seeing the messages that people were sending me about like how the music was connecting with them and like how proud of me my family was it's been really really cool just yeah because I just shared a little piece of myself and and people love it <laughs> so it's been really really good like I'm extremely happy Awesome. Do you know just how amazing it is to watch and experience an amazing artists come up? You're out here representing us women and our experiences there in the industry. Huge shout out to you, Cindy. So 21st Century Love, you had released a few singles prior to it. But what inspired this particular EP to sound and tell this particular story? Also, having some of those preceding singles form part of it. Um, yo, actually... In the beginning, when people were like, you know, you should do an EP, like that's the next step. I was like, okay. But I, uh, when I thought about it, I was like, I want to make it a cohesive project. I don't want to just put something out. And it's just like, she just put it out there because she that like that was the logical next step. So I decided to try make a story out of it and kind of just go through all the forms of love that I've experienced, I guess, over the past couple of years, like self-love and you know, love and relationships and my self-awareness, all that kind of stuff. So I was like, okay, let me just, you know, embody one thing and write it in a story. So initially it was actually the five new songs um, and they flowed really well together. It was a short little EP, but they flowed really well. And then people were just kind of saying, you know, there are other songs, like older songs that could possibly gain more recognition from being on the EP and could also just boost, like, you know, to make it seem like a more rounded body of work. Mm. So I just chose my favorite singles that I had dropped and put them in. And yeah, it just became this really cool project that really like, I don't know, it just encompassed everything that I was feeling the past two years, really. Yeah, it was just like, it was just the process, I guess, uh, yeah. how the other three ended up going on. Yeah. And this is over the course of two years. What got you into music initially? How did you get to this place right now where you've just released your EP? Was this something that you had envisioned for yourself or did an event occur that birthed Mosh Pit Cindy? Oh, wow. Um, it's actually so weird because the other day my mom and I were, we were just chatting and she's like, do you remember when I made you do a five-year plan? She made me do a five-year plan when I was 16. And I was like, yes. And we went back and looked at that five-year plan and all the goals I had set myself were coming to fruition. I'd completely forgotten about that five-year plan, but in that I was saying, you know, I want to pursue music and I'd like to, by the time school's ending, maybe release a project, release some stuff. Uh, yeah. And I just, kind of put all my goals down there so looking back at it I was like wow this this has actually been something that I've wanted for a very long time but when I went to university I didn't necessarily pursue it because I was just busy and then at the end of 2019 I was performing at my mom's corporate function and one of her colleagues was like you have to release music in 2020 promise me you have to release music in 2020 and I was like I promise I promise but still I didn't do anything and then lockdown happened and I was like you know let me just start putting music out. So I put music out on SoundCloud and it just grew exponentially. And mm. yeah, so it's always been a passion of mine. Music has definitely always been a passion of mine. Um, being an artist, not so much, because I used to be really, really like shy and just anxious. But yeah, it's crazy to see how the goals that I had for myself, even when I was 16, I may not have 
directly paid attention to them, but they, they happened. They, they definitely manifested. That's quite dope. And I can't even recall what I was doing, to be honest, when I was 16. So it's quite refreshing to hear that you really can manifest the life that you want, even from a young age, and it can come true. Let's get into the content of this EP. In Indifferent, you speak about this guy who seems like a nice guy. Maybe he'll even pay for the debt, but he won't treat you right. And now you're crying. You know, when I heard this line, I thought, why is Cindy shouting at me? Like, why is this line so loud? And you say the inverse about girls as well. Why do you think it is that we tend to fall into these patterns? You know, are we really that naive when it comes to yearning for someone to love us right? Yeah, I wonder if hey, love is blind. I don't know. It's blinding. Like, and it just, it encourages oblivion. Like, you know when someone is not treating you right. And you know why you're in a relationship with someone who's not treating you right. It's because you haven't dealt with a lot of other issues. Mm. So maybe the love itself is not blind because you can love someone who once treated you right. And, you know, they give you some, some parts that, you know, make you feel loved, but it's, it, it obstructs your view of, you know, the bigger picture sometimes. So I guess, I guess that's what the saying means. I never actually thought about it, but yeah, it's a blinding situation because you just choose not to see anything else. I don't know though. I'm a hopeless romantic. Let me tell you that. And at the same time, I'm a very guarded person, but I, I like to go into situations being guarded or being, you know, like on the defense. I just want to yeah. love completely. And if it hurts, then I get hurt, which is often. But hey. still, um, yeah, I'm a hopeless romantic. I actually find it wild that you have just said that because you don't even enjoy romantic movies. They make me cringe. Yes, they do. If they don't make me cringe, they make me cry. Why am I crying at fictional characters right now? So sure. no, they make me they make me too emotional and I like to ignore that side of me sometimes. Mm, and I would like to ask you based on that response because I've picked it up in your music as well. Why do you think it is that you prefer not to acknowledge your thoughts or emotions that you may be going through? You know, I think as someone who overanalyzes everything, it's sometimes better for me to just shut my mind off and not want to think about it, which is, it doesn't always serve me <laughs> and my best interest. But yeah, sometimes I just don't want to think about it. I don't want to feel anything because it hurts, like heartbreak hurts and oh, emotions, they just bring out a different side of you that for me, it stresses me out because I can't control it. I'm a huge control freak. And so emotions are just something that happen to you. And oh, it, it, it puts me in a weird position sometimes. So yeah, sometimes I just like to ignore how I'm feeling for a little bit. I hear you. I mean, it may even feel like you might just explode from those intense emotions, right? I really get that. Now, Cindy, you make reference to your third eye. You say, don't touch me there. That's my third eye. Talk us through this. Would you classify yourself as a chakra hun? That's crazy because my friends call me a chakra hun. Um, I wouldn't necessarily classify myself as a chakra hun for many reasons. As someone who loves to read about different religions and different spiritualities i can see how this movement towards you know the chakra and chakra jain situation is it's 
it's not fully encompassing the spirituality itself and and really getting into the education of it so i don't like to i don't like to do things just because they're trending i like to actually be informed about what's going on so yeah i i wouldn't classify myself chakahan because i'd like to respect the 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 religion and the spirituality of it but i do draw inspiration from these different spiritualities and from these different religions so i wouldn't say that i don't practice those things because i definitely do uh just not necessarily in a way in the way that it's been commercialized right now that's quite interesting to hear about how you invest in learning about different spiritualities while drawing inspiration from the ones that best suit you many people are of the view that one absolutely needs to be focused and invested in one religion Now Cindy with regards to the song Therapist which played prior to our conversation you say you're scared to bear your chest to anyone and this also ties to the conversation we just had about how you don't enjoy walking into situations guarded right but sometimes because of past experiences and learned behavior it's easy to just put that wall up even without noticing that it's up right is there a particular event that inspired those lyrics on the song Wow therapist <laughs> it's crazy i always think about therapist because i felt like i aired a lot of my dirty laundry not a lot but i aired my dirty laundry out in a song that said i'm too scared to do this and that's why it was one of my favorite songs because it was it was me kind of being like it's okay to tell people how you're feeling and and no it's like it's normal lockdown just gave me a time to think really and just think about myself how i process my emotions and one from life so yeah just kind of being in that situation where i was forced to think about everything um inspired that little tell all song and reflecting on the song do you feel like it is possible for one because many of us are like this do you think it is possible for one to switch off that overthink button mm mm you know i don't think the aim is necessarily not to overthink or not to be in my head i think it's more of a thing of just coming to terms with the fact that i am not my thoughts i'm not anything I think I am I'm just me and I'm okay with that. Mm. And that's one thing I've been learning a lot uh studying, you know, Hinduism and Buddhism. It teaches a lot about you're not your body and you're not your thoughts, you're not your mind, you're not anything but everybody else's perception of you and your perception of other people. There's no point in trying to go against it, rather accept it and you know, be content with that and just know that this is who I am and I'm okay with it and that's all that needs to happen. No one else needs to be okay with it except for me. Hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm getting way better and and at managing my mind. Yeah. Hmm, that's quite potent. Mind Games is another beautiful and relatable song. There's this line, you say it's bad timing. Do you believe that there is such a thing as bad timing when it comes to relationships or is it just an excuse? It's an excuse. 
confused. I hate yeah. when people say it's just not the right time because you can make it the right time. Thank if the you. world was ending, it would be the right time. If you were dying, it would be the right time. So just say you don't want me and we can move forward. Honestly, just speak your truth. It really makes everything easier. If you're listening to this at home, please don't play with other people's kids. Just let them know straight up what's up. For me, I hate it when people say that the time is not right. No, the time is right. Who told you the time is not right? Louder for the people at the back. And Cindy, you also say, you don't like how I be acting like you always act. Why do we encounter so many hypocrites? I mean, a guy could cheat on you and you'll forgive him, for instance. But once you cheat, it's a whole different story. I mean, he can get a pass from not picking up your phone calls. But when you don't pick up his call, it's a fight. Do you have any idea why men are like this by any chance? Let me tell you one thing that I strongly believe. There is no species that protects its peace like a man. Whether obliviously or intentionally, they protect their peace. If they don't want to do something, they just might not do it. And if they want to do something, they're going to do it. And so like, they just really don't, they're very selfish beings. And I feel like that's why we find ourselves in situations where it's like, you are begging someone for something that they will give to you on their timetable. Like, like at first they'll give you all this love and attention on a consistent basis because they know it's what you want. But eventually, if it's if it's not what they want to do, they won't do it. And that's where things become difficult because you think that they're going back on what they they initially were doing or whatever, when in actual fact, it's just how they've always been. They were maybe infatuated in the moment and now they're, you know, back to being normal. That's one thing I've found in all these little relationships is that men will do whatever pleases them no matter what, like they have no concept of other people's feelings or whatever. They just care about themselves. Preach. And I guess that's also the reason for our previous episode about the psychology of men. Man, some things we'll never understand, I guess. But if you're listening to this and you know, you know the reason why men are like this, why men be like this. We are at the NDL show on the socials. We need answers to this behavior. And on that note, do you view yourself as a feminist, Cindy, who pushes for complete equity in relation to relationships? I think I definitely uh, believe in feminism, it being a construct that you know, pushes for equity between the genders. So I believe that it shouldn't necessarily be a thing of women should do this because men did this and men should do this because women did this. It should just be a thing of you feel equal with your partner. This topic that always goes around Twitter about paying the bill. If he wants to pay the bill, then he can pay the bill. If you're expecting him to pay the bill because he's a man, a lot of the things that men say because you're a woman, they're validated in that moment. Mm. So I just feel like it shouldn't be a thing where now people should be given specific roles because of their gender, because it disqualifies the argument on both sides. As soon as you say you want equity between the genders, then everything has to be because you're a human being. It has to be from the goodness of your heart and not because of you know a gendered construct. Yeah, I, I just truly believe that there's actually no reason for us, if we, if we really want to get to a position where there's equity between the genders, then we have to acknowledge everything as it is and not because of a gender. You can't hit someone because you're a girl. You can't hit a, a man because you're a girl. Mm. Um, and in the same breath, men can't say, oh, she thinks 
just because she's a girl she can hit me so I'm gonna hit her back it should stop at violence we shouldn't be violent towards each other at all kind of thing so yeah that's how I think about it and that's on period when it comes to the conversation about feminism the lines always tend to get blurred and thinking about the title track of this project 21st century love you say you want to be romanced you want to be slow danced with you want them to tell you how their day went how their heart has been and not this 21st century love talk us through that what do you define as the 21st century love so much so that you don't want it you know i like chivalry i do and i just feel like it's kind of dead right now like Mm. people are more concerned with how much they can hurt someone else or how much leverage they have over someone else you know posting your man not posting your man Mm. all that kind of stuff and it's just like this wouldn't have been an issue in the 20th century because you couldn't really post your man like that it was about taking her on dates and actually pursuing someone because you want to pursue them not because you want to embarrass them online or anything Mm. like that Mm. so yeah I just want intentional love love that's like you know it's because you want to be with that person it's not because you want people to see that you're with that person or anything like that it's not this 21st century love that's based largely on social media actually but it's just you know chivalrous and do you feel that if you had the chance to go back to a period in which social media didn't exist do you feel that it would be easier to form genuine relationships then would you go back um you know i think social media has brought to light a lot of people's opinions like it just it just gives us access really so i don't think social media really distorts anything it just really gives people a platform to 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 show their true colors so I, I appreciate social media and I, I don't necessarily want to go back to a time without it because I think things would still be the same. You'd still encounter the same types of people. It's just not not on such a big platform. Mm. Um, but no, I like social media. It connects people. It brings about positive change as well. It's just, it's just it sheds a light on people's personalities too. And people need to be wary of that because the things you say on social media I think are reflective of who you are as a person. So you need to take that into account. It is all in how we utilize it, definitely. Now, Queen's sized lifestyle is quite interesting. It's an interesting song because it kind of speaks to that reality of even after having everything, being the queen of your castle, but still being alone. Even in speaking about social media, there are people who like to boast about how they don't need partners to thrive in life. Do you think it is possible to truly be content with not having a partner or do you think it's an act or a matter of circumstance? I I don't think anybody is meant to go through life alone. I think love is what drives the world and compassion and peace. Like we're all meant to interact. We as humans are definitely social beings. I feel like no one is meant to be lonely, but there is contentness in being alone. And I think that's very important is just to be comfortable with being by yourself so that you can then extend that love wholeheartedly to somebody else. Yeah, I don't think anybody's meant to be alone. I don't think anybody's meant to live life in isolation, but I think we are meant to be comfortable with ourselves and our aloneness so that we can, you know, give of ourselves in the best way possible to to each other. 
So, Cindy, we have read and heard of articulated experiences by women in the entertainment industry who have spoken about the price of becoming prominent in that space. Do you think that this reality still stands for women in the industry since the industry is kind of shrinking? You know, I feel like I choose to live my life knowing that I can do whatever I want to do. And that's the only way I want to live my life. The industry sucks. So far, the things I've already seen, it sucks. Like the way people treat you just based off of your age or based off of your gender sometimes, it's crazy. But if if you live your life according to how you want to live it and not because of how other people are living it, then I feel like you can live a really happy life. I I want to get into this by creating relationships with people and being honest and being transparent and not compromising things to get rich in essence, because at the end of the day, I will have that wealth and still look back and be disappointed or hurt at the things that I needed to do to get me there. And so if I don't get there based off of how I'm doing it right now, which is as authentic as, as could possibly be, then maybe it's not my destiny and I'm meant to do something else. But I just feel like whatever it is that you do in life, you need to live it by your own rules. Otherwise, if you let people govern you, can you really say you're in control of your life and yourself and your choices? Mm. I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? At least I can go to bed with a clear conscience every single night. Amen. Amen. And what are the most prevalent challenges that you have experienced in navigating music as an upcoming artist thus far? I think my biggest challenge has been people feeling the need to control me and like tell me what to do and how to do it. Like, I I understand I'm a stubborn person. I know that. But I have a plan in my head that I want to stick to. Not to say that I don't want to accept people's advice, but I have a plan in my head and I want to see how it works. I want to see why things fail. I don't want someone to tell me, don't do this. Otherwise, you're going to fail. If I want to do it, I want to see how it pans out, why I would feel and learn my lesson like that. I want to learn lessons from other people's experiences because I don't know how you did that. I don't know which God you were praying to. And is there anything that you would change about the music scene in South Africa? Mm, Let me think. You know, (laughs) I think the South African music scene is largely dominated by clout. And that's, I mean, that's okay because people are doing what they need to do. I just, I'm for this generation that's coming up because I think there is a true appreciation for music and everything that goes into it and how it comes out and just like the emotional aspect of it, not necessarily just trying to make a bop, but actually giving out meaningful music. So I just, I would like to see more meaningful music being made, more music that people, that's timeless. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Instead of just whatever is trending at the moment. And the thing is, meaningful music does exist from many amazing upcoming artists who are not yet recognized in the commercial scene in South Africa. And just thinking about your EP, 21st Century Love, what do you want us as your audience to take away from it or to know from it, if anything? Just try your best to be self-aware and just when you find that self-awareness, you'll see how much easier it is to love everybody around you and just live a life that's led by love that's all like just do things that make you happy do things that make 
the people around you happy because they are happy for you kind of situation just mm. embark on a journey of self-awareness and when you get there let me know how it is Another beautiful message. Mosh Pitsindi, thank you so much for joining us on the NDL show for this wonderful conversation. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank you for asking meaningful questions. I really had a great time. That was Mosh Pitsindi giving us insight into her music and where her mind is at. Follow her on the socials at Mosh Pitsindi. Stream her debut EP 21st Century Love on any platform of your choice. Thank you so much for choosing us. Wishing you an amazing weekend ahead. Let us know if you enjoyed this episode. We leave you with yet another beautiful song by Mosh Cindy from her EP. This one is called Indifferent. From my producer Talani Sejo and I, catch you on the next one. There's two types of niggas in this world and he's both of them. One who thinks himself a nice guy and one who's fond of him. Damn, he'll even take you on a day and maybe he gon' pay and pick you up at A and you gon' let him slide. Thinking that he really took his time But baby girl, he ain't gon' do you right And now you wanna sit up here and cry like Nothing seems to faze me Haven't felt things lately I'm kinda suffocating So I'll just sit here waiting Nothing seems to faze me Haven't felt things lately I'm kinda suffocating So I'll just Come and break your heart Most of all it's gonna be the one you had from start Broke your heart and now you don't know love Yeah, you just know the glove Yeah, feelings don't mean nothing It's a little complicated Only call her when you're lonely or you're wasted Wanna say I love you, don't know how she'll take it So every day you're gonna sit out here and fake it like Nothing seems to faze me Haven't felt things lately I'm kinda suffocating So I'll just sit here